Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the Patreon-only podcast where I, Josh L, sit down with a good buddy and we discuss the Top 5 of a topic of our choice. And today, ooh, a little bit of a departure, a bit of a holiday from the format, but still always, my good buddy, it's, it's Alexi Toliopoulos. Yay. Josh, it is my pleasure, my esteemed privilege to be here today to discuss this topic with you as I am extremely passionate and very obviously I became riled up at certain points. <laughs> I Look, what we're talking about today, we're talking about the films of 99. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, which you should, twitter.com slash Mr. Josh Earl. A great follow, I, Mr. Josh Earl. Oh, my lord. I tried not I tried not to like get angry on there and just but sometimes Scott Morrison makes me angry. But apart from that, mainly just mainly trying Bruce to be, and sploofs. Mainly to be dumb. Yes. Dumb and fun and full of Twitter content. <laughs> and this so what I've been doing, because if you're in Melbourne, if you're in Sydney, numbers keep going up. I don't want to have to worry about them so i've been doing these twitter polls and started off music went into ice creams that got a lot of people angry went back to music then this one i'm very much enjoying this one it is the films of the year of 1999 now alexi how old were you in 99 i was i oh, know you'll never say a, i'm sorry i forgot in my father's eye i was yet to be born into this world i was born the day the matrix came out no matter if i existed before or after it I was 18. I was studying theatre acting at the prestigious University of Tasmania Launceston campus. I was with a group of friends who for the first time ever, everyone was into film Mm. and acting and they talked about the Oscars as if me and my old friends would talk about the AFL grand final day. Wow. And so I was... dream to know these nerds. Yeah. I was with my friend Corey who was like, so I cannot believe you haven't watched this film or this film or this film. I cannot believe you don't know the work of this director. So he really educated me wow. in all this stuff. Thank you so and much, so, Corey, for your beautiful yes. work towards making cinema more accepted around the globe. <laughs> but what a year to get into it. It was that, or was that, yeah. or was that thing when you go, was it just because I was young that music was better back then or is it because it was actually better? But I think this year is probably, is it the last great year of films? No. Film is okay. great every year. All right. You just need to know but, where to look for a baby. Well, this one. So I wrote down a, a bunch of films mm-hmm. from this year just off the top of my head and got to like 24 where I was like, oh, this is actually a really good year. And then looked up the Wikipedia page for the year 1999 for film. And there was a bunch in there that I was like, oh, I forgot about that. I can't believe that was in this year. I can't believe that was in this year. Yeah. So... The first, the first movie I wrote down in my list, which didn't even make the list of 32, was The Virgin Suicides. Oh, great picture. Sofia Coppola, supreme yeah. director, her directorial debut, beautiful film. Yeah. The next one was Two Hands. Oh, my God. Actually, one of my favourite Australian films of all time. 
I did. I, I'm not going to go through the entire list of what I wrote and the yeah. order I did, but there's so some that didn't make the list mm-hmm. from my thing. We'll get into that before we get into it. So, Mystery Men. Mm-hmm. It was on my list, but then I, I took it out. Yeah, I would also say it doesn't hold up. It would be lost in the first Well, that's first what round. I thought. Have I taught you about my Jane Garofalo um, theory? No. I really like her. Don't like any of her films. <gasps> that's crazy. I think she's got a few masterpieces in her filmography. Wet Hot American Summer. My, that's like top 10 favorite movies for me. Yeah, that is a very funny movie. Yeah, okay. You've, you've proven my theory wrong. Yes. But it's always that thing of like, I liked her in uh, Larry Sanders' show. Mm-hmm. Great. Liked her in, uh, what else has she been in? Uh, what other TV shows? What about shows? Ben Stiller's well, West- Reality Bites? Another wonderful picture. Yeah, I don't like that film. Okay, fair enough. Your, I really it's don't- your era, you're allowed to have an opinion yeah. on it. <laughs> and it can supersede mine. I think the Ethan Hawke character would be a nightmare as a person to get on with. Just, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No good. No good. Steve Zahn, though. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool and guy. good to see him getting his props in White Lotus. Yeah. And he's nuts out. <laughs> um, so, uh, bringing out the dead, just yeah. cause I was like Scorsese, you know, but then I'm thinking no one's going to vote for it yeah. past the first round. I wouldn't even vote for it. If it had come up against something great, you know, bringing yeah. out the dead is lesser Scorsese for me. Holy smoke was another one that I had mm. in the list that didn't make the actual thing. Once again. Right? Yeah. 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 I was trying to get some more Australian films in. Mm. Uh, and also, I, I like Kate Winslet. I think yeah. she's very good. And Harvey so, yeah. Keitel, come on. Yeah, yeah. We we know him and love him from his penis in the yeah, piano. Exactly. And, now... <laughs> and, and the other one that didn't make the list, but then was ended up being, because I looked up the years of 99, mm. and then obviously whoever did it in Wikipedia was American. Yeah. So they put Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels in there, which, of course, was released in 98 in the UK and Australia, and then the American release was 99. Yeah. So... Out that went, and in went Iron Giant. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, Brad Bird. Great picture from the animation master. Uh, Go was another one, which I, oh. I remember really really enjoying Go. I was at the right age for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. But that's they're the ones that didn't make the list. Alexi, are there any that should have made the list that aren't in the list of 32 that you can think of the top of your head? Yes. My number one of 1999 is uh, Pedro Amoldovar film, uh, All About My Mother. It's like probably one of my most beloved pictures ever. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful film. And I would say it's like the great starting point. If you don't know Pedro, it's a great one to start with because he's such a, one of the most important filmmakers of the 20th century going into the 21st century as well. Um, yeah, I think that it's a it's that is to me that is like a holy film. I love that film so much. If I put it in the list and say it was up against a film like The Green Mile and The Green Mile won by eighty percent, would that make you angry? Yeah, I probably would have actually started <laughs> like doxing people that were commenting about The Green. The Green Mile is insipid trash. I think it's um maybe the worst film that I saw on your list. And then people going, oh, it's a, a kilometer better than any... Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah. It's the worst movie on the list. It's insipid. I've been doing this. I had this last week when I did 90s uh, UK bands mm-hmm. and everyone was going, how are the Prodigy not winning this by a mile? Yeah. I'm like, they've got one decent song. Mm-hmm. The rest are fine. And it's like, I, people. I think people forget. I think people remember... Yeah. With the Prodigy, there was like a very cool film clip, and they looked flash. Green Mile is like that one scene where he brings the the mouse back to life, and the the mm-hmm. bugs fly out of his mouth, 
and it looks flash. But then I remember seeing the cinema going, this is far too long and far too boring. Yeah. And it's like it's two films in one. Exactly. And I get the love for um, Shawshank Redemption, the sister film of that yeah. same director, same author, same fucking boring ass prison setting where everyone is like oh actually everyone here they're all quite beautiful people they're killers they all killed people yeah. and stuff what is this shit <laughs> this saccharine shit Ergo, no no they've all got hearts of gold they killed women and stuff they fucking killed oh. people speaking of saccharine stuff one movie that I did have in the list that didn't make was The Straight Story, which I thought oh no God. one's going to vote for The Straight yeah. Story as their favourite film of that year. But I do love it. And I still remember watching it, having watched, you know, mm. A Razor Head, having watched uh, Twin Peaks and, you know, knowing of David Lynch and then going to the cinema, going to Cinema cinema One yeah. at Village Cinema One at Launceston and watching The Straight Story about a man trying to see his brother losing his licence, so driving his lawnmower yeah. All the way across country. It's Beautiful story. My favorite David Lynch film. I think it is maybe his best film as well. And it's the one that strays most, perhaps most away from like what he's known for. Like his surrealist, yeah. dreamy, nightmare stuff. But it is so human. And it's got this amazing pacing to it. Where it just like, you feel the journey. Uh, but yeah. it never feels boring. Um, the only the only bit in it that is that bit surreal is when he looks over and there's fake animals in the field. Yeah. And I don't know why that's in there. Yeah. It's almost it takes you out of the story. It's almost like, oh, is something weird gonna happen now? Is but no, it's it just goes back and meets his brother, meets him on the porch. What a nice little moment. Just keeps on going. Before we dive <laughs> too far into it, Josh, I think yeah. um maybe um I think because this year has this big, broad reputation now of being like, ah, great year in film. And I think my theory as to why it is a good year, not why it's accepted as one, but why it works out to be like such an iconic year in film is because it comes kind of at this point where America and the world at large, really, film world at large, has had this in the 90s, this big boon for independent cinema where like independent cinema really comes of its own with people like Tarantino and your Steven Soderbergh's and stuff where it becomes like this whole movement and that launches a lot of careers for um, some of the most important filmmakers are currently working today like it launches all of their careers with these smaller indie films by the time we get yeah. to 1999 all of these filmmakers are making their second film, their third film, but the one where they've got using all their clout to kind of make a bigger dream project. Also, some of them entering the studio system for the first time as well. So they're getting bigger budgets. And I think that we're seeing like this crossover of independent cinema going stronger and making weirder films. And a lot of those break through to like what we've got here in this list. But then also we've got like your Paul Thomas Andersons and stuff that have made a couple of fantastic movies, but then get like a shot to go even bigger and make something huge with Magnolia. Yeah. And The Matrix is a great example of this, where two independent filmmakers made Bound, this crazy little like noir thriller. And that was with the express purpose of like getting in, breaking in, so they could make something as experimental and like the world had never seen before with The Matrix. 
So I think it's like a lot of things like that coming together. And then also world cinema breaking through to a mainstream way because people have been excited by the independent movement. There's more cinephiles than ever before. People are excited about film because there's so much interesting stuff happening. So even like international films, like I said, All About My Mother or Run Lola Run or even like Bert Traval, they're getting like an actual audience in a mainstream way to be able to go see them. Yeah. Is that, do you know how Life is, when was Life is Beautiful released? Um, I think a little bit before. I think that's, let me just yeah. look it up for you. But Would that that's be a, great a reason why I'm, why Americans were more accepting to foreign film because Life is Beautiful did so well at the Oscars. It was like, oh, they actually, there are foreign films. There are films outside of America, outside of Hollywood. Is that a reason why these other films were getting more of a, you know, global kind of range? I would have to say yes. I would have to agree to that. There's always like breakthrough films like that. Like Parasite is a great modern example, contemporary example of that where it, they break through in a really significant way. Usually it is through the Oscars because like, you know, you can criticize the Oscars for all you want, but it introduces people, even just the headlines the next day, people go, oh, wow. So best picture was won by this. It starts conversations and it inspires people to go out there and watch more things. So I think that is a really big example, especially because when Benini wins that best actor or best foreign uh. film, he's like jumping over everyone like Crocodile Dundee, walking on top of everyone's heads at the subway station where he's climbing to the podium. That is like iconic stuff, you know? That's that's enough yeah. of a conversation starter for everyone to be like, what the fuck is this little weirdo guy? It's no old man doing push-ups, but it was still a good... <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.